Hey, I'm your host, Brambleheart, aka Charlotte, and in this episode of Warcats on the World, I will be reading uh, my shared fanfic, which I share with Thornleaf and Sunstripe, Sky of Storms. I, I've probably already read some of it, I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to start from the beginning, and so far we have 16 chapters, I think. Let me just... 17 now. Um... Oof. So I just recorded the entire thing and it just cut out. But I still have the uh, first 30 seconds and I will reread this entire thing. So um, I'm just skipping straight to chapter one. I'm not going to bother reading the allegiances. Um, The first chapter is in Thornley's perspective um, and it's also first person. So let's go. The sun shone from just beyond the trees. I clambered out of my nest and went over to Brambleheart. Our deputy. Brambleheart, can I go to... Uh, can I do the dawn patrol by myself, I yawned. <sighs> yes, of course, Brambleheart hummed back. No other cats are up yet. I padded to the entrance of the camp and pushed through the Bramble Tunnel. I ran through the forest, only stopping to cross the stream. I soon arrived at the two-leg place border. Some strange scent hit my nose. I know you're there, I hissed. A handsome black and orange tom jumped down from the tree, from a tree. The hackles on my back rose. Who are you? I growled. He looked over at me. I smelled a scent and recognised that he was a rogue. He then padded over to me. Hi, my name is Flicker, Flicker meowed while he circled around me. I am looking for the clans. Do you know where they are? I looked him over and thought he looked healthy. I then replied, Yes, my clan is Storm Clan. Follow me and I can take you there. My hackles flattened as I led Flicker back to camp. When we got to camp, I called out to Brambleheart, who was bossing the apprentices around. Apprentices around. This is Flicker. May you join the clan? I mewled. I gently shoved Flicker towards Brambleheart. Well, I will have to ask Jetstar, but you look strong and will make a good fighter. It will probably be a yes, but just in case... Don't get too attached, Brambleheart chuckled when we went to curl our tails together. Brambleheart left them to go get Jetstar. Finally, after what seemed like moons, Jetstar arrived with Brambleheart. Sorry, I was... I'm redoing that. Sorry, I was on hunting patrol. Thornleaf, you should be training Cloudpaw, Jetstar sighed. Oops. That would be my doing. I let Thornleaf go on Dawn Patrol, Brambleheart interrupted. She didn't do anything wrong. I leaned over to Brambleheart and whispered, Thanks. I then replied to Jetstar's statement. I know, but Cloudpool was still asleep. I couldn't wake her up. Then a young grey and white she-cat padded past the four soggy cats. Bye, Cloudpool, I purred. All right then, Flicker. All right then, Flicker, Jetstar nodded. Come with me. We'll turn you into an apprentice straight away. Jetstar then walked over to the um, fig tree and let out a growl. Let all cats old enough, let all cats old enough to hunt for themselves gather under the fig tree for a clan meeting. When everyone had gathered and settled down, Jetstar said, "We have a new apprentice among us, Flicker." Flicker approached her. Jetstar then meowed. 
Before you become a warrior, as long as you are an apprentice, you shall be known as Flickerpaw. Golden Step, I hope you pass on your traits and teach him to be as loyal as he can. Golden Step patted forward. I will. Golden Step then touched his nose to Flickerpaw's muzzle. After the clan was finished congratulating him on becoming an apprentice, I approached him and said, Congratulations, you'll make a fine warrior soon. Flickerpaw nodded then whispered nervously, When I become a warrior, will you be my mate? I purred back, yes, then twined my tail with his. Soon afterwards, I went to my nest and fell asleep. I woke up the next morning and Cloudpaw took her assessment, her warrior assessment, and passed. I told Jetstar and she made her cloud stripe. So now I don't have an apprentice. Apprentice. But I really do want to have kids of my own. I can't wait for Flickerpaw to become a warrior. Alright, just checking. It's saying it's recording, so hopefully that's a good sign. Um, we're at f- pretty much five minutes. Um, chapter 2, Brambleheart. This is in third person. The days went by and the rain kept coming. Brambleheart was stuck in camp trying to organise the chaos that the rain was causing. Part of the camp was underwater, the nursery included. So Brambleheart was instructing the apprentices to waterproof the nursery. Flickerpaw, the latest apprentice, was helping twice as hard as the other apprentices, trying to prove his worth. On the morning before the gathering, Brambleheart walked over to Jetstar's den to discuss which cats would be going to the gathering. Good morning, Jetstar, Brambleheart dipped her head. I am here to talk about the gathering. Yes, Brambleheart, I know. And I also know that you want to bring Flickerpaw, Jetstar started. He's a strong warrior. His battle moves are incredible, especially considering he's only been training for a quarter moon, Brambleheart interrupted, knowing where this was going. She settled down on the damp ground. I am aware of that, but he was a rogue, and it would make us look weak if we bring a rogue cat to our traditional meeting place, Jetstar said darkly. But, Brambleheart tried. No, no buts. We will not be taking Flickerpaw to the gathering. I need your support with this decision. Not your disagreement. What will the other leaders think of Storm Clan if their leader and deputy are fighting? Please go. You no longer need it here. Jessar snapped, pointing her nose towards the clearing. Brambleheart slowly stalked out, nose down. Shame washed over her. I shouldn't have argued. All I've done is made things worse. Brambleheart informed the cats who were going to be ready by sunset. She shook out her pelt and let the bad feelings go. This was going to be an interesting gathering. Chapter 3. Sunstripe. His is also in third perspective. Third person. Um, just checking. It's been six minutes. Sunstripe sat on the high branch of that big oak tree, overlooking the tree clan camp protection. As he sat, he listened as the chosen cats prepared to set off towards the gathering. He didn't understand. Why hadn't he been picked? It's not like I've done anything wrong, right? He asked himself. Rapid Strike, the clan deputy, had told him that the lookovers were needed the most while the gatherings were being held, since Tree Clan was extra vulnerable to attacks. But Sunstripe thought that was as true as flying pigs. He had been really looking forward to seeing his friends from the other clans. He almost decided to sneak along and follow the cats to the gathering. No, he thought. The whole clan knows how good Thornstar's ability to sense other cats was. If I were caught, I may as well say goodbye to any gatherings for the next six moons. In the end, he decided to just let it be, however much he despised the decision. Though he did think there was no use in just sitting there. No cat would be bothered to attack 
in all this rain, right? Dawnstar had to convince most of them just to go to the gathering. Sure, his usual... Huh, sorry, my dad just came in. Okay, let's continue. Sure, his usual lookover tree was inaccessible due to the flooded stream, but this one worked just as well, even if it wasn't so comfortable, quite so comfortable. As he sat, weighing up what to do, he came across a problem. He had no idea who the other lookovers were, and he didn't know if they would be interested in turning him in. If they saw him, that is. He knew that one lookover was stationed at the far side of the territory and wouldn't be a problem, and the other two should be watching the bleeding monster and the burnout part of the forest. Sunshot decided to give it a shot. He quietly jumped down the tree from branch to branch until his paws hit the muddy ground, making a squelch noise echo through the trees. Stupid mud, Sunstripe hissed quietly to himself as he waited for the lookover's call, which never came. The bleeding monster lookover must be sleeping, he thought, which means it must be Blackfur or one of the other warriors who don't take this job seriously. I wonder what is happening at the gathering right now, Sunstripe thought while he soaked the moss he was holding. He had snuck into camp a moment before and decided it would be best to make all the nests comfortable. It was boring work, but it was definitely better than lookover duties. Sunstripe rolled his eyes at the thought. He had found out that it was indeed Blackfern lookover duties. Aiken Shell was also missing from camp, and Sunstripe was sure she had been ordered to stay behind. So she must be the burnt out forest lookover. Alright, that's the end of chapter 3. I'll read um, chapter 4, 5, and 6 and again, um, maybe next week or the week after, and so on, so on after I finish editing um, the chapters because it's Thornleaf's. Um, her chapters uh, she writes and it's heaps and I edit it so they'll be the longer ones and then me and Sunstripe um, write and edit our own ones um, and yeah it was Thornleaf's idea so shout out to her Thornleaf's warrior chat go listen and also go listen to Sunstripe's workout uh, Sunstripe's workouts podcast though he does not post but anyways I need your help, guys. I'm at 5.8k. I want to get to 6k. And I also want to get to 10k by September slash spring for me. Can we do that? Also, Miss Feather's at 5.7k. So, um, that's not helping me. But, yeah. Alright, I'm going to end this here. Please have a nice day or night, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Workouts Out in the World. Tune in for future episodes. Bye.